Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes Podcast, where we like to make some jokes and drink some Cokes. I'm your host, uh, Ox, uh, and I have with me a couple of Pro Football Jokes staff members, one of them paid. Uh, that would be uh, Pep the Chep. Uh, how are you doing this week, Pep? Uh, I'm a little sad after Monday Night Football. Um, <laughs> we lost our second string quarterback Colt McCoy and Mark Sanchez is now the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Yeah, it's not the greatest situation, but um, you know, at least uh at least they got we got Josh Johnson back backing him up. I mean, that's that's pretty solid right there. Good body to have in the quarterback room for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh Someone who knows all about that would be our unpaid intern, Reeb, as he is a Bengals fan and had Josh Johnson there for, for a few years, I think. I think I he was there, long. yeah. I don't know how long he was there, but... <laughs> he didn't He didn't do much. Right, but, you know, he sat there. He, uh, that's what he's good at, sitting on the bench. <laughs> yeah. I remember when he started a few games for the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers back in 2009 before... Uh, before Josh Freeman took over. Did they win those games? I doubt it. I don't really remember, though. <laughs> <laughs> the 2009 Bucks kind of got lost in our memory. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of football, but uh, that, that one just... That's uh, digging a little too deep. <laughs> yeah, but uh, something... Let, let's get into what the actual news headlines from this week, because uh, there were, uh, you know... If, fair few uh the big news happened on sunday uh mike mccarthy fired as the coach of the green bay packers won a championship uh went to the playoffs nearly every year he was there um this year didn't look like he was gonna make it lost the cardinals and he's out what do you guys think of the move definitely makes sense um you know (laughs) Teams just they they people want you know to win obviously that's the main goal of course but I mean after so many of these nine and seven seasons and then you're sitting at four seven and one after a loss to these Cardinals uh, it was definitely time and the team also under Mike McCarthy I don't think Ted Thompson's managed it very well um, a team that likes to usually build through the draft and not get those free agents I think a lot of their dra- draft picks are falling off. Right, and uh, that's why they moved on for Ted Thompson. So, I mean, they they addressed that last off season. Looks like you know they're gonna do that. Have maybe good. I, I don't know who's who's really making the decision if it's Gutekunst or, um, but I mean they they clearly want to bring in somebody new, bring a fresh face that who can maximize this uh, what they have with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, uh. Hall of Fame quarterback uh, entering the final stretch of his career. Um, do you think a new face uh, will help do that, Reed? I mean, like I said on a previous podcast, I always I've wanted to see Rodgers in a different system when we did our comparisons with him and Brady. Um, so hey, I'm excited. To you. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, they must be listening to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see where they go with this. I mean, um, I don't really know who the hot uh, 
coaching hires or potential coaching hires are for this year. I haven't really dug into that too much yet, but I'm hoping I'm curious if they're going to go after a young offensive minded coach and kind of try to follow the mold of the Rams and kind of the bears. Yeah. It'd be interesting. I don't know how that would, how it seems those guys, you know, melded with, you know, the young quarterbacks. I don't know how it would work, you know, trying to get along with Aaron Rodgers if you're bringing in a whole new system like that's creative. I mean, maybe that's what Rodgers wants. Maybe it's not. I, he he also, I know Aaron Rodgers, you know, loves to play his style of football where he just kind of improvises and makes play on his own. I, I think people would blame Mike McCarthy that, you know, Aaron Rodgers has to do all this by himself, but like I feel like that's also part of what Aaron Rodgers wants to do because it's what makes him so great. Yeah, I'm curious how much the Packers are going to kind of try to cater to Rodgers' wants and needs when he's only got realistically probably another five or six years at the most playing. I'm just True. curious I mean, if they're going to try to, you know catered all of his needs and then possibly put them in a bad situation once he leaves. Yeah. I, I doubt they're looking that far ahead that after he leaves, I think their main focus is trying to win another championship while they still, still have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, but they did say that they are not, Aaron Rodgers will not be a part of the decision at all. They, you know, want to, I think that was kind of more of a, power move to show you know hey aaron Rodgers isn't running the show here with this was our decision um, yeah. they don't want to, to appear like he's like the lebron of their team um, <laughs> i definitely uh, think he's got an impact like they're lying if they say that he doesn't have an impact right i i, I don't think he's like really involved with personnel moves but I, I obviously they want to appease him and get him something that will help him and some coach will get along with him and think they'd be foolish not to try to do that um but they also need someone who can fix you know the problems the other problems on the team you know the defense has not been great for for years i think they do have some young defensive talent um so i mean that they that can get back on track but i don't know i i would say that the league is moving more towards offense so i would think that would be the direction they go could be yeah um the, the other question is it's, so the the people have been talking about there are now two coaching vacancies that we know the packers and the browns which which coaching vacancy do you think uh, is more attractive would you want to go to if you were a coach <sighs> gosh i'd probably go with the browns to be honest I feel like a a new a younger quarterback and a much better defense is a more appealing destination and plus you'd be able to take on the challenge and if you succeed like you're the person that turned around the Browns. Yeah. yeah. It's uh I'd definitely say the Browns too. You've got the young quarterback, you've got a lot of young talent on the team. Uh uh, opposed to uh, the Packers, uh, the Packers are in a really tough division with the uh, Bears, Vikings, and uh, Jack would say the Lions, of course. Um, and, and that team's got a little bit of a question mark around it. Uh, you can kind of have more to work with on the Browns. 
And the expectations are so much lower on the Browns. Yeah. They let their coach go over at 16. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I think the talent on the teams <laughs> is pretty similar. And you got just so much. I mean, for the Packers, you know, you're expected to win a championship. I mean, Mike McCarthy made the playoffs pretty much every year. Uh, but he he only won one championship. And this year he wasn't going to make the playoffs. And they're they fire him but i mean you're on the browns you you make the playoffs you, they're they're gonna put you into the ring of honor or whatever they have in cleveland <laughs> <laughs> just right on the spot uh so i mean I, I i agree i think three for three we think we we would go we we can be the coaching staff of the browns pro football jokes we could do it i mean <laughs> we're not as popular as greg williams but oh well True, we don't have offers pouring in left and right, but uh, but Bruce Arians apparently agrees with us. He he wants to go coach the Browns. Do you think uh, Jim Harbaugh would be a interesting coaching candidate? Dark horse, possibly. Um, I don't know. I I I don't. I think he'll stay at Michigan, but I I'm, I'm not positive. I'm not as plugged in in college football, so I. I mean, he seems to enjoy the recruiting part. That was kind of always the big question when he came back. Because um, it's so different from coaching NFL. But now also, he's like his main main enemy in the Big Ten is gone. Urban Meyer's retiring after this year. So I think he'll stick around at least one more year to try and get another title. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, I just brought it up because I saw it. Someone suggested on Twitter that maybe Jim Harbaugh would work for the Packers. And I thought it would be kind of intriguing. And that would be one coaching vacancy. Harbaugh and and Rodgers would get along probably. Yeah, uh, I mean, I could see it. I mean, he if, if you're going to leave for a job, you want one where you're, you have your quarterback and you're – a fairly good it's still a fairly good situation i know i we all said we'd rather go to the browns which kind of indicates otherwise but i think jim harbaugh would be one of the coaches who would want to take on that challenge of trying to win a championship and that's that's what he would want is uh, that's the only reason he'd go to the nfl is if he had a chance to really win a championship so i think that's a possibility but all right why don't we talk about um, so those are the two vacancies we know are open, but uh, I, I have a feeling there might be a few more once the season ends. Um, any other coaches you guys think will uh, are on the hot seat and might be let go? At please, the end? please God, Marvin Lewis, Lewis. <laughs> please, see yeah, you please. Guys they come. Uh. <laughs> Come on, we got to make a joke every podcast, man. Um, I think one one kind of interesting hot seat that we've been looking looking at, um, you know, kind of back and forth is John Harbaugh in in Baltimore. Uh, he's right. now on a three game win streak with his rookie quarterback, um, and they are sitting at seven and five. Um, a couple weeks ago, we weren't so sure what his fate would be, but he is coaching his way out of that hot seat i feel yeah i i I kind of agree i think 
the uh, before. I know I keep going back and forth in this, but I kind of think the Ravens could make the playoffs now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to change every podcast. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect them to win this week. They're at Kansas City, and they're going to play at the Chargers later. I think they'll probably lose both of those games, but <laughs> they can go two and two, nine and seven. I think now gets you a playoff spot with the Colts losing and. The rest of the AFC not really looking impressive. The Broncos are falling apart with injuries, and I, I, I just I don't see who else. I mean, it's, to me right now, it's between the Ravens and the Colts, and that Colts loss kind of looms large now. That was, uh, that's pretty important loss. Yeah, and I didn't really expect the Ravens to win that game either. I think that was their. Uh, that was the other game I expected. Or I kind of, I, I didn't expect them to lose, but I kind of thought they might lose. And even if they won, I didn't think they would necessarily get there. So I mean, we'll see if they make the playoffs. Then I think he certainly keeps his job. If he, if they don't, I, I do kind of agree that he, they probably, you know, that if they'll be like, oh yeah, the John Harbaugh and the Ravens part ways. But you know, we all know what that means. I'd probably say another coach that could be gone by the end of the year is Dirk Cutter for the Bucks. Yeah, he, he's gone like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dirk Cutter of- and Todd Bowles are probably the, they're gone. Um, yeah, no doubt yeah. about that. What about Doug Marone? Ooh, that's a tough one. I yeah, I, I kind of I think he probably he's probably gone too. Uh, Adam Gase. Uh, Mm, that's a tougher one. Yeah, he's definitely on the hot seat. I, whew, I, I'm not sure. I he might be gone too. It's gonna be I a mean, lot of. Yeah, it's one that I don't really think about because we tend to forget about the Dolphins on this podcast. Yeah, but I mean, he during his time with that team has not uh, helped them out very much as much as he helped out Peyton Manning. Um, yeah, and I feel like the I don't know, like just how how long are they going to stay with Ryan Tannehill? All right, I, so one quick question. This is a bit of an aside here, but uh, would you guys do you think it's worse to draft like a guy like Ryan Tannehill versus like uh, Jamarcus Russell or Johnny Manziel? Like, because obviously he's better than those guys, but like. Now you're stuck with he's like because he's not that bad that he's like he'll stay there for like he's been there what seven years now or yeah this is yeah same draft as Luck and RG three yeah this is the seventh year I mean you know it's like those guys like you know Johnny Manziel was drafted in 2014 Browns are already moved on to Baker Mayfield now they're I, I, I don't know I'd say you probably get you should have a like three maybe four years at max and if you're not like at least getting a winning record i don't really think you can blame the team for wanting to move on right no yeah. I, I agree i'm just saying like do do you think it's better to have to, to draft a guy that's like that's like ryan ryan Tannehill has had a winning record he's he's made well he didn't actually get to go to the playoffs but he led them to the to the record that ended up making the playoffs and Matt Moore got to start the playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> Good jokes. Um, but 
you know, I, I, I just, I kind of feel like he put them in more of a hole and they keep getting like, you know, just mediocre draft picks versus you get like a complete bust. You're just going to be right back at the <laughs> top. You're still going to be top five. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just kind of interesting. I, I think you've, you've convinced me, Alex. I just go big or just get busts. That's probably the best way to go about it. I mean, it, that, it's such a tough question. I think, I think I'm just going to play the bad guy here and say I'd, I'd go with a pick like Tannehill. Uh, even though I think we've seen his ceiling for how good he can play. You'd rather um, just have those, those Jeff Fisher years just keep going seven and nine. Yeah, he's like a way worse version of Joe Flacco because Joe Flacco <laughs> could make the playoffs consistently, but like the play wasn't stellar. That's kind of like Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've it, it's definitely time for them to move on because they've tried so hard to build a team around him. And maybe, yeah, that team does suck, but... Uh, <laughs> they failed miserably, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, there's not much to work with in, in that receiving core. You got Kenny Stills and Devontae Parker, who did have a uh, nice catch this weekend, to be fair. But yep. I stand by like, It was like his first touchdown in like a year or something. It was crazy. I was like, oh, Devontae Parker. What who are their wide receivers? Yep. Um, Kenny, Kenny Stills, Stills, Devontae Parker, Danny, Danny Amendola, <laughs> uh, um, Leontay Carew. Is Isaiah Ford activated? Did he get brought up? I have no idea. <laughs> you Honestly, that's be... the only that's the only reason I've watched part of the Dolphins game <laughs> is to see if Isaiah Ford played. I mean, Albert Wilson and Jakeem Grant are out for the season. I think they're both on IR, so. He could be. Up. He could be on the fifty-three. Yeah, that's that's great. I'll <laughs> no, pick him up on 53. Dynasty. Yep. I mean, that's... Frank Gore is their running back. <laughs> yep. And yeah. he's still doing a solid job. That is the inconvenient truth, fellas. <laughs> the Dolphins need to move on from Ryan Tannehill and Adam. Gitt- <laughs> this, uh, I, the more we talk about this team, the more I realize how bad this team is. I mean, I, the only good thing I have to say about the Dolphins is that uh, Xavier Howard is having a great year. Yeah, but you wouldn't is. know that because of the Dolphins. He is. I voted him for uh, for the Pro Bowl, but uh, he might be out this week. So he's week to week with a knee injury. Well, so. that was a good tidbit about the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one other coach I wanted to – well – one other coach I want to discuss uh, whose name been been kind of popping up being on the hot seat recently, uh, Ron Rivera. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, I mean, I don't know, to be honest. Because they got new ownership, right? Yeah. This past year? Yeah. So there's a chance if they somehow blow this and don't get into a, I mean, they're, they're get a playoff making, spot. They're not making the playoffs. Like a, I mean, there's mathematically there's still a chance. Well, of course, yes. mathematically still, they've played <laughs> the Saints twice. Uh, I I don't really think they'll beat the Browns this week. Maybe the Cowboys have just broken the Saints' spirits, and the Saints are going to back into the playoffs. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. True, but, but if the Panthers end up not making the playoffs, then I would not be surprised at him being let go. The Panthers lost four straight. I I think it's kind of funny how like. 
it's like you really just don't want to win early because like that just screws you as a coach like i don't think that like i think the panthers are it's kind of playing over their heads to start the game rather than them just sucking down the like i it's kind of how i felt with like the chiefs last year like they started out so hot and started fading people like oh get rid of andy reed i'm like no the team's only good because andy reed was making them look a lot better than they actually are and now teams are starting to catch up to them um i mean this team's a little bit different because i i don't think ron rivera is really like was propping them up but i think they 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 just kind of happened to be playing better earlier in the season i don't think they were really that talented or good and now they're kind of falling back to the pack they just happened to get their wins earlier they mirrored the bengals yeah i mean the bengals kind of fell apart with injuries and stuff and uh, but i mean and the panthers it's like they've still been competitive they just haven't of the Steelers game where they just got absolutely destroyed. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but like they, all the other games have been close. They just happen to lose them. And I don't know. I, I don't think they're like a bad, I think they're like an average team and they're not going to make the playoffs. And they, they've been an average team the whole year. I'm really, I, I don't understand how this team suddenly spiked couple years ago and went 15 and one cam newton was playing out of his mind and was but how does that how does that just happen for one year (laughs) and then oh he doesn't have it anymore i mean he still still plays out for the season (laughs) yeah i mean he was still he's still been good like his and he has weeks where like you clearly see like he's just one of the most dominant players on the field but I don't know. He's just somewhat inconsistent, and also the defense is getting older. And I, I guess, but it's just wild that like it just clicked. It all clicked for one year, and then poof, they're back to mediocrity. Is that like the curse of the NFC South? <laughs> I mean, uh, it could be. I, I don't know. The Panthers like kind of broke the curse of just never being able to repeat, but and they did it like three years in a row. But then now they're kind of back to sucking. Yeah. We'll have to check in with the Saints next year. Yeah, I mean, Saints were good last the one that last year, and they're, again, you know. That's win. true. Um, so, I mean, Saints, Saints have been pretty good. But, yeah. Uh, any other any, – any, anybody else? I uh, think anybody's going to go one and done. Matt, Patricia, um Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes, yeah. That's the only one I can really see with the new quarterback. Maybe they want to bring somebody else in that will help develop him a little more. Yeah, Steve Wilkes has suffered a lot of criticism. Uh, I, I could I could see that. Oh, and the and the Lions and the Cardinals play this week. They could uh, be to decide which which Ooh. of those coaches get fired. I I. I'm going to side with Wilkes this yeah. week. I, I, uh, Wilkes got Wilkes got McCarthy fired last week, so I think he's going, to <laughs> keep going on his train of getting people fired. Yeah. Uh, also, I I think Patricia stays, but it is just kind of funny. Like the Lions fired a coach last year who went nine and seven. Like <laughs> they pretty much have the same team. Like how are you going to keep the guy who just did worse and? 
He's installing his culture. <laughs> and it doesn't culture. mesh well with <laughs> doesn't mesh well with a mesh well the with a lot of people. Losing. He's making the guys run. <laughs> <laughs> They don't want to do that. Yeah, that, that is kind of ridiculous. A coach making players run. <laughs> yeah, what is this, peewee football? <laughs> That's like that. What, you want us to be in shape for our job where we have to run on every play? Like, how <laughs> how lax was Jim Caldwell? <laughs> well, apparently it worked better that way, so. I guess so. <laughs> he knew his clientele. Um. Yeah, so I think uh, we covered pretty much all the most of the coaching hot seats. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I think I think Sean Mc, Sean McDermott on the Bills. Uh, he's he's coached pretty well. He'll, I think he'll stay. Uh, any uh, if the Redskins potentially lose out, is there any any rumblings there? You think? True that that. Certainly, there certainly could be. It's, of course, with Dan Snyder, you never know. But I, I mean, Jay Gruden like has just had the worst luck with injuries the past two years. Like, yeah. What are your guys' opinion? Like, do you want him to stay? Do you think he's a good coach? I, I like Jay Gruden. I, I, I'd prefer he stays. Probably. Um, I don't know about Pearson. He tends to not like his play calling sometimes. So, I'll let you. <laughs> uh yeah i mean it i do have problems with his play calling sometimes and i think uh you've brought this up before alex sometimes he just plays not to lose instead of going out there and winning the game but i, I don't think it would be a good idea to fire him like you said they've had all these injuries and he's he's still coached reasonably well yeah uh, i i'd like to keep him um yeah um, I, I, I hope the Redskins keep him. I would not be very surprised if they fired him. But uh, if they're if if a Gruden's gonna be fired, I, I don't I don't think it should be Jang. Just uh, yeah, I, I, that would be the ultimate joke <laughs> if John gets fired this year. No, I guess what we're saying is uh, that Jim Zorn set our bar very low for what a head coach. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jake Rudin's the longest tenured coach under Dan Snyder, so I might as well just keep him. Good lord! All right, I think we've spent enough time on uh, all these uh, coaches. Um, let's let's move on to some other news. We haven't even finished the news yet. Uh, we, we this happened last week, but uh, didn't really get a chance to talk about it. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Released by the Chiefs, um, apparently something about him kicking a woman. Um, <laughs> apparently, that's not cool uh, under new league rules. Um, so, uh, wh- wh- what do you guys think of this whole Kareem Hunt situation? Do you think he will continue in this league, and do you think he should be able to keep playing in the league? Like I said before, we start. We're getting into some dicey territory. Oh come on! Everybody's yeah. talking about Reeb and basically <laughs> say anything other than he should never play again. Then you're a complete. <laughs> I mean, 
I, I think he is. He is gonna play again because he's good enough to play. And like, like I was saying before, it seems like the NFL's punishment and like suspensions for these. It really just depends on how good you are. Like it varies or it relates inversely to like how good you are as a football player. And I think he's good enough to play on a team. So I think someone's going to pick him up after this suspension gets served. I don't know how long it is, but whatever it is, once it's done, I think he's coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Peter. I, I, uh, I know this is pro football jokes. But all jokes aside, you know, the video is very telling. And uh, uh, he'd also, I think, face at least a six-game suspension if you uh, pick him up. Um, okay. But I think, you know, we've seen teams like Cowboys take a chance on Greg Hardy, guys like that. I think I think someone does pick him up at some point. I just don't know when. Yeah, I agree. I think he will play. I, I mean, I... I mean, you say like the leagues. I mean, I don't think a league like the suspensions vary inversely with the the player, how good the player is. I think it's just teams will be. I mean, teams won't pick up. Yeah, they're not yeah. very good. Which isn't, yeah. I, I I don't really see an issue with that because like that's how football works. You don't pick up. You're more likely to pick a guy up if they're good. <laughs> like I think that's kind of fair by teams um i understand it did surprise me that ray rice did not get picked up at some point yeah that surprised me i mean he uh, he was older he was certainly I, I think he was more towards the end of his career so i don't think teams wanted to want to take a chance with that the it was kind of the first you know where they the league really got into it i mean First of all, I mean, I don't know, like, is that supposed to be the disincentive not to hit women? Is like, oh, you're not allowed to play in the NFL if you don't hit women? Because, like, I, I don't think I'm going to play in the NFL anyway. So I don't think that – I, I kind of just don't hit women because, like, I, I don't think that's a, a great thing to do. It's not like – is that, like, what the legal system is for? I, I don't I, – I don't understand. Why, why, why does the NFL have to monitor these things that – uh, why why can't you know people just so you're saying you think they should keep playing i just i mean if he if he did something that like that like warrants him getting into trouble then the legal system should take care of that i don't see what why why the nfl has to get involved i know people want because the nfl is a brand and they have yeah. rules for player conduct right. and when they keep a guy that does something like that what does it say about the NFL? No, I get that. So, the, I mean, the league does it only for PR. <laughs> That's why it does it. I just don't understand why people get up in arms. The league isn't doing anything about it. It's just, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like, Brandon Browner just got uh, arrested for attempted murder, and nobody cares because he's retired now. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets sentenced to like eight years in prison. Yep. But nobody cares because like he's not in the league anymore. If it happened like while he was on a team, like it'd be like, oh my god, the NFL is terrible. Look what the players are doing. But now it's cool because he retired. Uh, I don't know if anyone's saying it's cool, but it's just not as like it's not as big news, I guess. It's not in the spotlight as much as 
Kareem Hunt being the player that he is. I understand. I'm just saying. I, I don't understand why. I'd like, uh, I don't know. It's just the whole, the, I, I think, I agree. I think he'll end up getting picked up. I, 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 I don't know. Well, I think he'll end up being on the team eventually, but I, it is tough. Like, cause you'll have to pick him up and then hang on to him while he's facing suspension. So I, I don't know. It, I, I don't think it's a guarantee that he ends up playing again. Have there been any details or anything to come out from this? Or like, is this video all we have? I, I'm pretty sure it's just the videos that that's what we're going off of. Huh. So, yeah, vid- videos, and I mean, wasn't there a vic- video of Joe Mixon? Uh, there was. I hate, why does Joe Mixon always have to get brought up here? <laughs> what do you mean, Reeves? It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <sighs> yeah, uh, Joe Mixon, boy, that was bad. Uh, I, I refuse to draft him in any fantasy league. I can't support that. <laughs> um Wow, you're still moral, Pearson. I, I know, I know. I, that was a stupid thing to say on on a podcast. Um, no, it's 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 cool. You're, you're you're showing him like now he's gonna be like, oh, Pearson's not drafting me. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. That's I really regret that now. <laughs> he should. He should. It's a terrible thing to do. Anyway, that's shall we, the Bengals. Shall we move on. The Bengals organization. <laughs> Yeah, we should probably get on to another topic. All right, well, Let's you move on. This, this is getting dicey. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm I'm glad we could uh... make it uncomfortable. <laughs> it's probably the most appropriate time to play that. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so anyway, you were talking about your fantasy team there, though, Pearson. Uh, you wouldn't draft Joe Mixon, but. Uh, that might have been good, might have been bad, because uh, Joe Mixon actually had a pretty solid year, un- kind of under the radar. Um, but uh, we're approaching the fantasy playoff time. Um, so how are you guys feeling going to the fantasy playoffs? Are you guys uh, in in a few uh, in a few playoffs? I sure I'm am. One, I'm in one playoff. <laughs> nice read. It's uh. In my dynasty league, I have AJ Green and Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, <laughs> Oof! So, just got a little. And uh, Alex Smith was one of my quarterbacks. So uh, you had Alex you Smith know, on your team. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he might just be on IR forever. Um, yeah, I mean, some injuries, um, but I am feeling a little weird after this week. Um, like I might overthink think my picks because of all the outcomes of the games uh speaking of our pick them uh we we all had kind of a rough week and a lot of teams underperformed or you know upsets happened this week so i'm not quite sure how i feel about the playoffs this week yeah uh i'm i mean i most of my <clears throat> leagues and the playoffs don't start till next week actually so i'm still waiting to find out on some of them um certainly in the playoffs and at least uh, I, I don't know i have so many leagues i just can't keep track uh, i will share a little uh tidbit <laughs> that i shared with you guys on uh, one of my nfl managed leagues um 
I so you know this is just one of the leagues where I'm like, oh, drafts are open. I'm just gonna go join that live draft lobby because I'm bored and want to draft. Um, so it's a league with a bunch of people I don't know for no stakes. Um, but <laughs> I am eight and five, but I still might not make the playoffs because there are three nine and four teams and then one ten and three team. Um, so I need one of those nine and four teams to lose. Um, so one of one of the guys is playing a guy who's two and eleven. And I know I have the tiebreaker over that guy if he loses. So I uh, emailed the guy who is two and eleven, who I have no relationship with because he's just a random guy who's going to <laughs> NFL Manager League. I emailed him saying, "Hey, dude, like Jalen Samuels is on the waiver wire. Um, Jeff Wilson is on the waiver wire. Go pick those guys up, and put them in your lineup, so you can beat this guy." He's not that good. Do you? Does this guy even set his lineups? He's two and eleven in an NFL managed league. Uh, well, he had Levy. He has Levy on Bell on his bench, so uh, maybe he said it once. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, you know, I, that is, I totally believe it. That is amazing. <laughs> I mean, you're in fifteen fantasy football leagues, and you could just treat it like another NFL managed one, like I do and just set the lineup and then walk away. But you emailed a guy who's two and 11 <laughs> in an NFL managed league. What are the odds that he even checks that team? Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably. You got like a 10% chance, Alex. Yeah. Uh, he, he joined that league while he was sitting on a toilet <laughs> and forgot the draft happened and then forgot about the league entirely. <laughs> now he's going to get an email from you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I had that fantasy football team. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you guys, this isn't normal. No, it's super normal. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I mean, if it works out for you, that's amazing. <laughs> like that's an awesome story, but it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, um, I'm I'm hoping it does because uh, I, I you know I I take my playoff percentage pretty seriously. Like I don't want to miss the league, the playoffs in too many leagues. Like I I know I'm missing it in at least two. Um, I think all the rest I have a have a chance to make it or have already clinched. Um, I'm in 16 leagues, by the way. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I know you're not as more. many as me. I'm in 19. Ha <laughs> ha. How do you guys? How do you guys do this? It's tough. It's tough. Um, I would have been in twenty. Unfortunately, that league folded. I'm going to tell the story real quick. Um, <laughs> I, I tried joining one of those leagues that Alex was talking about. It was clearly like a planned league because everybody was like their team name was you know like the location and then the mascot you know the blah 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 blahs. And uh, so I saw all these names blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like. Uh, the Fort Myers Lions or something like that, you know? And I was, was telling Alex, I was telling Alex about this team, and he's like, you should name your team the Joe Place Coach. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's how I joined that uh, league. And then we folded because I think they realized they were public. <laughs> and I think that was uh, largely our fault for calling a team the joke plays coach team. Uh, I don't see that's the amazing. problem with that. I think that's a pretty normal thing. <laughs> I, just, I just don't get how you guys can manage 
like 16 to 19 leagues. I get annoyed with it, and I'm in four leagues. Dedication, Reeb. I also, I forgot. I forgot about our managed league that we did while we were waiting on, for the airplane. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the playoffs on that one. I'm ele- That's my best league. I'm 11-2 and two in that league. I think it made me realize that in most NFL managed leagues, all you got to do is set your lineup, and you'll probably make the playoffs. True. That, that kind of boosts my uh, playoff percentage a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel good about your skills. <laughs> uh, and then in the that other league with you guys, me and Alex are on a bye. So I'm very excited to lose <laughs> the first round that I play. So you got you got to prepare. Uh, I'm already looking at you know next week and seeing what who has good matchups. I got to pick up. I already picked up my defense for next week. I got the I got Titans defense. I don't even know who they play. Uh, play the Fortunately, this uh, week. Yeah. Fortunately, I should probably try to get rid of CJ Uzama. He has gotten nothing. <laughs> Yeah, he he's not doing so hot. Unfortunately, uh, in most of my leagues, Todd Gurley, the team with Todd Gurley, is on a bye. Um, that's not the case in Dynasty, but um, yeah, I just don't want to see Todd Gurley in the playoffs because that uh, that won't be pretty for any of my teams. Yeah, right. Um, Except Dynasty. <laughs> any advice for guys <laughs> who have situations like yours, Pearson, where uh, maybe they have a guy who kind of got them there, who's injured. Maybe James Conner, maybe Emmanuel Sanders, maybe A.J. Green, maybe uh, Melvin Gordon's guy. I don't know if he's going to play or not, but uh, if, if, if he's not, then that's an issue. Um, you know, any any advice for these guys? Yeah, I know it's, it's Wednesday, so the waivers have already, you know, people have already made their claims, but you got to go out there and check it, maybe take a chance on Justin Jackson, Spencer Ware if he's out there, uh, Jalen Samuel, as, as Alex mentioned. Yep. Um, guys like that, definitely Cortland Sutton. Um, is the guy's uh, – their other receiver, Deshaun. Yeah, even Deshaun Hamilton if yeah. Sutton's taken. Yeah, and, and, they, try and they just picked up Andre Holmes. Pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> no, don't, uh, don't start Andre Holmes. I, that was a joke. Although I, you know, he could be like a super deep sleeper, but you know, if I'm in the playoffs, I probably don't want to take a chance on that. Um, but you know, if you're doing daily fantasy or something, maybe it's, it's a low low cost. Also, um, drop all of your Redskins players other than Adrian Peterson. Well, I don't know. Chris Thompson, I think Chris Thompson can be a sleeper this week in, in PPR. I just dropped Chris Thompson, so. I mean, I think what I what, what are they going to do? They don't want to throw it downfield. They're just going to check it down to Chris Thompson. It's going to be entirely possible. I just, I don't know if Mark Sanchez has it in him to check it down to Chris Thompson. I might just throw the ball at his feet or something. <laughs> I, I, my expectations are really low. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so. Hopefully Sanchez knows more plays for next week so you guys can actually run an offense. <laughs> did, did, did you guys hear the Jay Gruden on, like, uh, if they were going to – the Redskins were going to sign Colin Kaepernick? What did he say? I did hear about that. Uh, basically, it was like, yeah, he doesn't really fit our system. We considered it. Um, so we're not going to sign him. 
I mean, you know, I get it. Like, you don't want to bring all that media attention. You'd rather, uh, I mean, the Redskins wouldn't want to sign anybody. It would be a huge distraction, right? <laughs> Honestly, just just lean into it, Redskins. Sign Colin Kaepernick. Get Kareem Hunt. You already got Reuben Foster. Lean into it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a good joke, but yeah, I I I I get it. I like I don't think like Kaepernick's gonna gonna do anything for the Redskins. I mean, he'd, he'd be an upgrade over Mark Sanchez, but is it really worth? You know, I'd probably lose sponsors or something. I don't know. Something bad would happen, but I don't know. <sighs> yeah, well. Anyway, the the I, I mean it still doesn't I, I don't understand why they would sign Ruben Foster, but you know, whatever. Red, <laughs> Redskins do their own thing. They're they don't make sense sometimes. Ask Doug Williams why. Actually, please don't. I, I don't. Because <laughs> I don't think he knows. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't even know what he's talking about yeah. most of the time. <laughs> but hey, gosh, Super Bowl MVP. Yep, it was a great, uh, great little um, football or whatever that show is. America's game about the, the Redskins. Yep. That was a good episode. It was. But, all right, you know, I don't think we were helpful yeah. at all on the fantasy playoffs, but we're just gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just realized that was a topic, and we're talking about Doug Williams. <laughs> yeah, if, <laughs> if you're in the America's fantasy playoffs, you probably know what you're doing. So you know, figure it out. All right. Look, Justin Jackson, <laughs> Spencer Ware. Uh, Jalen Samuel, Jeff Wilson. Go, go for those guys. Joke, joke person, coke person. I don't know why. why you are you are in on Jeff Wilson? I mean, dude, he's gonna get uh, Kyle Shanahan. Just all the running backs have worked out, except for unfortunately Alfred Morris. But I was about to say, what about Alfred Morris? Is he, he not? He's been a healthy scratch the past like three games at least. Ooh. Um, so I mean, he's he's kind of kind of out i mean jeff wilson got like 20 plus touches last week i think he got like 22 touches last week did he just like did so did brita leave the game with an injury then (sighs) he needed to score two more points (laughs) well he didn't read um and he's out and now jeff wilson's gonna get all the touches i mean and just you know that system every (laughs) Did you did you pick him up in this anti Delaware league? Uh, like no, I, you didn't. I don't remember. I mean, he did not. It's not like I think he's like a you know go off or anything. I, I have so many running backs in that league. He is a top pick. But like, if you need a running back, then then go get him. Like, I, I think he's a solid start. Um. Anyway, uh, let's move on to real football. Um, so let's just talk a little general overview. I mean, the, the league has been kind of moving in an offensive direction this year. If you guys haven't noticed, um, teams have been high flying and scoring a lot of points and the saints and the chiefs and the Rams are the best teams in the league because of their offenses. But I'm just wondering after this week, uh, you know, is, is defense back, uh, Cowboys, kind of shut down the saints they they played really good defense they i don't i don't like talking 
<laughs> this is a struggle to compliment the Cowboys. I love how we were all just like so so wrong. We're like, there's no way, no way the Saints lose to the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I I I kind of think the Saints bounce back, and it's probably a one-time thing. But I I don't know. I I think they're. That that doesn't mean there isn't a resurgence of defense. You look at then on Sunday, the Jaguars shut out the Colts. I mean, that's that get a shutout in this league, especially against an offense that's been as good as the Colts. They've been like scoring like over thirty points a game over the past six games or so. I think their winning streak. Five games, I think, was a five game winning streak. Some something about that game. It's not related really to offense or defense. I. I don't understand how he was not considered out of bounds on that last play. Well, because his forward progress was was stopped inbounds, so that that is but the he just correct ruling when if if his if your for if you bring up the ball to where the forward progress was stopped, then and the forward progress was stopped inbounds, then it's but it looked like he just got kind of like hit and he yeah. went up and then fell out of bounds. Yeah, but he fell. But he was back. He was, he was behind where he was when he was hit. So the the ball would go back to where the forward progress was stopped. That's just something I disagree with. It doesn't matter. They should have I mean, scored. The like that's, they still had zero points in the whole game. That that's the rule. Although it is often not called. But it, yeah, they, they probably yeah they probably <laughs> wouldn't have scored anyway. Um, yeah, I, it doesn't matter. It's just it seemed odd to me. Uh, that that yeah. is the correct rule. Um, and you know, I I just thought I thought there was a, a good showing by the defenses. We even even the Rams. I know they scored thirty, but the Lions kind of held them in check for most of the game. Um, the Lions don't really have a great defense, so. Is, is that what we're doing? We're applauding the Lions for keeping an opponent to 30 points. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing. Well, I mean, there were kind of <laughs> there were kind of some turnovers and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> look, I thought the Lions' defense played pretty well. Um, um, you know, I, I I just think there. I mean, there weren't that many teams who scored over 30. There, there were only. Four teams who scored over 30. A few teams scored exactly 30. But only four teams scored over 30. There were 12 teams that scored under 20. So, I mean... Alex, is this whole segment just your overreaction for the week? No, I just... <laughs> is defense back? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just wondering if maybe... There's, you know, the the offensive innovation. It's cool. P- defense has figured out just a little bit. Like, not that you know, it's not still going to be an offensive league, but like, I just think that the explosion of you know, fifty four to fifty one, Chiefs Rams. I don't know. If we're seeing that consistently. Like, I think I will be curious. Just kind of big picture in the following years. I mean, I don't think it'll really come into effect next year, but looking at some of these like way too early mock drafts, it's a very defense heavy draft. Like a lot of the top 10 picks are either D line or linebackers. It's so it's going to be interesting to see all these defensive playmakers come into the league and see what sort of impact they have on league 
Yeah. You know, league wide. Yeah, I think that you know the league also wants like I wonder if there's ever going to be like there's been kind of an offensive revolution with coaches like all these creative plays and stuff. Is there ever you know is there going to be something like that with defense where like coaches are starting to come up with some more creative defenses that you know maybe confuse offenses a little bit more. I don't know. Maybe get rid of it'll be interesting. some of these linebackers that are just slow and just defenses abuse them with with running backs and tight yep. ends that getting them matched up with them. It's like just, just just give up just like get rid of linebackers. Like just put in more safeties that can, you know, make some tackles and actually cover. Just put in just have three Derwin James and yeah. you'll you'll be good. Honestly, like I mean that's what the league needs to like you know, just having your linebackers, you know, slim down a little bit, make them more safety players or make safeties bulk up a little bit and make them your linebacker. I'm just saying, like, I think they're, they're getting into more. You want more positionless football? I mean, I, or kind of blending positions? Yeah, I mean, just kind of, yeah. I mean, not that I want it, but it's like, I think that would probably be more effective, like, in terms, of the, in terms of how the offenses are attacking defenses right now, I, I don't know. I'm not disagreeing because every single Bengals linebacker is the slow kind, and we're getting torched. Yeah. So, and it's not even helping much in the run defense. So, right. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it doesn't even like hurt your run defense that much just to get like, you know, slimmer, faster linebackers who can just you can just come downhill and make tackles like, and obviously the running game just isn't as important right now. So why are you worrying? Hey, it's got a little bit, it's got a little bit of a mini resurgence. True. Now the with, Ravens. you know, the Patriots are running, running more, the Ravens, the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I think it's more important to stop the pass. I would agree, yes. <laughs> All right. So I guess uh, you guys don't agree that defense is back, but I think it's at a... At... It's always been there, man. It's always been there. Okay. We've just had a lot of high-scoring affairs. And, um, yeah. All right. I, I, I can get on board with that. Um, all right, let's move on to our favorite segment, uh, it's our overreactions. Uh, Reeb, I know you prepared one this week. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. Going to Pearson first. <sighs> awesome. <laughs> okay, guys. So, this one's not really up to any current news, but um, I read this, read about this a couple days ago, and I started overreacting. Um, Troy Aikman wasn't that good. Okay, so let me compare his career numbers and Jay Cutler's career numbers for you guys. Okay, Troy Aikman, 32,942 passing yards. Jay Cutler, 32,467. Troy Aikman, 165 touchdowns and 141 interceptions in 165 starts. Jay Cutler, 208 touchdowns, 146 interceptions. Um, QB rating for Jay Cutler, 85.7. Troy Aikman, 81.6. Uh, caption. Jay Cutler was ba- 
basically a slightly better version of Troy Aikman. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I think I'm going to have to agree with that. I mean, Troy Aikman had a lot of pieces around him. He had Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, and 165 touchdown passes. Like, I know it's a different league, but my goodness. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can agree that's an overreaction. Um, but, I mean, it, it really, like, I, I feel like it's hard to compare uh, quarterbacks from that era to now. I mean, John Elway's career passer rating is like 80. I mean, that that just be the stats are there, man. The stats say it all. <laughs> Numbers don't lie. Alex. <laughs> yeah. John Elway's career passer rating seventy nine point nine. I mean, it, it's just it was just different. Like that just be all. That's like worse than. Like, <laughs> like I've said my piece, man. All right, you're right. It's it's a good overreaction. I I like it. All right, Reeb, why don't you go to yours? Yeah, so mine kind of falls into uh, what we were talking about earlier where we were talking about the fantasy playoffs. If you need just kind of a a helper at a position of need, I think Zay Jones has become a startable receiver in some deeper fantasy leagues. Over the past three weeks, he has had fantasy performances of 15.3, 20.7, and then, you know, a big old goose egg that we're not going to think about. But <laughs> <laughs> so he's a, he's a bit of a risky play. But, but with the news of the Bills releasing Kelvin Benjamin and uh, Holmes, they don't have much else. I'm going to do you guys know who they have on their 53 man roster? I'm going to go. Have, I'm going to list it off. Thompson. They do. They have Zay Jones, Deontay Thompson. Robert Foster, Isaiah McKenzie, and Ray Ray McLeod, a rookie out of Clemson. Sadly, Cam Phillips is not on the roster. I thought he was, but he's still in the practice squad. Oh, scrub! Um, it is. He, he could be. He could be bumped up. You never know. Uh, I don't understand how that works. Because he was bumped up and then he got taken back down. Is there like a limit on how many times you can? No, it's just. I mean, the, the team teams have a chance to if. They have to like release him and pick him back up on the practice squad. I think. Or, uh, he has to clear waivers then or something. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, he is probably the the clear number one receiver on this team now, and he was showing some chemistry with Josh Allen last week. Um, scored two touchdowns, and his targeted or his number of targets has been pretty good the past couple weeks i think he's had four or five catches in the past besides the zero the zero game we're just ignoring this entire week <laughs> i mean uh, is this is this in ppr scoring or uh, in standard that's this isn't scoring. standard no that's pretty good um yeah the, the, the one week but you know um yeah, the Bills, I, I, I just I don't know that I agree with the argument that, you know, what else do they have? I mean, the Bills haven't had anyone for the past three years. So <laughs> That's true. We were saying that we were saying that about Kelvin Benjamin at the beginning of the year. Like they they gotta throw to him. That didn't happen. <laughs> uh, do you know how many passing touchdowns the Bills have just 
overall this year? I uh, no idea. Seven. They have eight. Eight. Wow. Eight. Eight. Whole How eight. many of those were Nathan Peterman? Uh, one. Uh, one. <laughs> I know this because Odell Beckham has more passing so, touchdowns than Nathan Peterman this season. So they they do have uh the four of them are to Zay Jones, so that's good. You know, over, over the past two years, Zay Jones is the only receiver with more than more than three receiving touchdowns for the Bills. He has six over the past two years. I'm telling you guys, he's figuring it out. Andre Holmes has three, and nobody else has more than two. Wow, not even Charles Clay. Charles Clay has two. Shady McCoy has two. Nick O'Leary has two. Kelvin Benjamin has two. God, Charles Clay. Get some good Charles Clay players. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. Charles Clay should have had. He should have had three, but he dropped that hail mary at the end there. Deion Dawkins has one, and he's their offensive tackle. So, oh, how could we forget? (laughs) (laughs) And Logan Thomas has has another one. Hey, nice. But uh, don't don't sleep on Deontay Thompson. Um, he's he's gonna make a resurgence there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have a comment for that. <laughs> what? Got two over. I said I didn't have a comment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We're good at this. Yeah. No, it's okay. Um. All right. Why don't I move on to my overreaction? Um. So. My overreaction is about the Chargers. And, you know, before I said the Chargers were going to win the division, they're going to take it away from the Chiefs. And they, and I, I, I was thinking on Sunday night that wasn't looking good. They were going to lose to the Steelers. And there was no way they were going to catch the Chiefs. But they came back and they won. And now it looks like they could possibly catch the Chiefs if they get Melvin Gordon back and, you know, they play well. Um, but my overreaction is that they shouldn't catch the Chiefs because they, they are better on the road than they are uh, <laughs> at, at home because the, they, they have gone three and three in Southern California um, and they are six and0 every, or yeah six and0 everywhere else. Um, so they don't want to be around all those L.A. fans who nobody supports them. Um, I was about to say, every game is a road game pretty much for them. <laughs> exactly. They're so used to it when they actually go on the road. They're like, oh, this is the same as home. Yeah, that's why I'm saying they should just uh, – they, they want to be a wild card team. <laughs> like uh, I, they, they have technically <laughs> lost on the road, but it was to the Rams. So they were still in L.A. Um so I I just think they they do better uh, when they're you know up against it in the team's actual stadium, and then they feel like they're really uh, you know it's a challenge. They want to stick it to those fans. It's just depressing when they're at home, and then all the all the people are there for the other team. Uh, so you know they don't want to be a home team. Just just get the wild card, get the five seed. You'll be good. And maybe you can make a make a push there in the AFC. I like that overreaction. Every game is basically an away game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So uh, they should be used to it. Get that road road victories. Uh, 
four games on the road. It's been done before. The Giants, 2007, uh, come to mind. Uh, the Packers in uh, 2010. There's a there's history of teams doing it there. So I, that that's my overreaction. Um, all right. Why don't we get out of here? I think uh, we had a pretty solid podcast. Um, so for uh, our unpaid intern, Reeb, who uh, believes in Zay Jones still. Uh, yeah. And Pep, the chip, uh, who's taken Jay Cutler as his quarterback over to Troy Aikman. Uh, and... I'm your host, uh, Ox. Uh, we'll see you next time.